Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what's going on, everyone? So today, I want to talk about why tracking data is essential for weight loss progress. And if you are not currently tracking your data, you are literally sabotaging your weight loss efforts. And for those who don't know who I am, my name is Luke Briggs. I'm the owner of the Total Life Fitness Academy. We specialize in helping parents and busy professionals lose body fat, build muscle, and have more energy. I've been a coach for over 10 years and have worked with nearly 3,000 clients. So I wanna use myself as an example here. So for many years, I trained on my own. I got okay progress. You know, I was losing some weight. I was gaining some weight. I was eating really healthy. Like I was already meal prepping consistently every single week. I was working out consistently anywhere from four to six days per week. I just felt like for all the effort I was putting in, I should be getting a lot better progress. And, you know, I used to kind of like track my food sporadically. Um, You know, I'd weigh myself, but what ended up happening was finally after a while, I just got my pride out of the way and hired a coach in April of 2016. Even though I was a fitness coach myself, I thought, well, there are still things I can learn. You know, I need accountability too. And when I hired this coach, one of the things that he had me do was he had me report to him every single week with a check-in. And he had me track certain data so that he could best help me. You know, I was tracking you know, different metrics. And it was like, all of a sudden, my results just skyrocketed. And obviously, hiring a coach was part of it. Then another big thing was just that I was all of a sudden tracking data. Like previously, I was just like randomly weighing myself or like wasn't really taking progress photos or wasn't really tracking my food consistently. And then I realized this whole time, that was one of the huge missing pieces for me. And this is why I'm so passionate about talking about this. This is something that I see so many people miss is not tracking their data consistently. And I can tell you without question that the members of our coaching program who get the best results track everything very consistently. They track religiously. They check in religiously because data helps us be able to best help them. And I know one of the biggest objections that we're going to get right from the beginning is, oh, I don't have time. I'm too busy to track things. And I would argue the exact opposite. Because you are busy, you can't afford to not track because you're going to keep spinning your wheels and wasting all this time and not getting results because you're just guessing at what you actually need to do. You have no idea if what you're doing is even working because you're not actually tracking it. So you are actually wasting more time. So by tracking, you will save yourself time, energy, and effort. So I want to go through seven things to track right now if you are in a weight loss plateau or if you want to see better progress with your weight loss. So the number one thing to track is your weight. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, the weight isn't the end all be all. But in reality, if your goal is overall fat loss, you're going to lose weight as a byproduct. So there was actually a study um, and I found it here in Reuters and it talked about Over the holidays, you know, it's kind of the the joke here in the U.S. that everyone over the holidays from like mid-November 
to, you know, end of December, you know, always gains weight, just kind of lets loose. And then all of a sudden in January, you get back on track to lose all the weight that you gained over the holidays. So researchers from the University of Georgia wanted to actually look at this. So from mid-November of 2017 to early January 2018, they got together 111 adults ages 18 to 65. And these individuals were instructed to maintain their weight through the holiday season. They weren't told anything other than that. Just do that. Now, half of the group was told to weigh themselves each day. And here were the results. So the results were published in the journal Obesity, and it showed that the participants who weighed themselves daily and received graphical feedback of their weight changes either maintained or lost weight, and those who didn't weigh themselves daily gained an average of six pounds over that time. So those who recorded their weight every day and looked at their weight every day either maintained or lost weight, nothing else was different, and then those who didn't track their weight daily gained an average of six pounds. Now, I know you can argue, sure, there might be some flaws in the study or whatever, but ultimately what it comes down to is if you weigh yourself daily, you're going to be more aware of your situation. You're just going to be more aware of what gets measured gets managed. If you want to stop spending so much money, look at your bank account every morning and track your expenses. You'll quickly realize all those impulse purchases that you have aren't helping you. I always recommend for people weigh yourself at the same time and in the same conditions every single day. Weigh yourself first thing in the morning before you eat or drink anything and after you go to the bathroom and then weigh yourself either naked or in underwear. So just make sure that the weigh-in is consistently. That was one of the biggest mistakes that I personally used to make is I'd weigh myself at like noon one day, then I'd weigh myself at 8 p.m. the next day, then I'd weigh myself at 8 a.m. the next day. Just be so random. You know, one time I'd be wearing a sweatshirt, I'd be wearing shoes one time, I wouldn't be wearing shoes the next time. One time I'd be naked, the next time I'd be in a shirt. And it was just so sporadic. One time I'd be after eating, the next time I'd be before eating. Just to make sure the variable is always the same, weigh yourself under the same conditions. Because then by weighing yourself daily as well, I know a lot of people are like opposed to that. Like, oh, you know, I have a negative association with the weight scale. I don't want to weigh myself every day. But I guarantee you probably previously you weren't actually tracking things. So by weighing yourself daily, it's actually freeing because then you don't put so much pressure on that one weekly weigh-in. Whereas like usually what happens, like for example, let's say someone's a 200-pound individual and they want to get down to 170 pounds. You'll weigh yourself day one, you're 200 pounds. Day two, you're 199. Day three, you're 202. Day four, you're 198. And sometimes we see fluctuations like that. Now, if you had only weighed yourself on that day when you were 202, you would have thought, I'm failing. I'm not making any progress. However, in reality, your progress was actually trending downwards, but because you only looked at that one date, it looked like you weren't making progress. There are so many reasons why your weight fluctuates on a day-to-day. If you're a, a female, it could be your time of the month. It could be you're backed up, quote-unquote. You haven't gone to the bathroom yet. It could be you are retaining more water. You ate more sodium the day before. 
there are so many reasons why that could be the case. So that's why it's important to weigh yourself daily so you can take the average throughout the week. So number one, weigh yourself daily. In our program, the Total Life Fitness Academy, we always tell people to weigh in at least three days per week because that way you can at least get three data points throughout the week. The number two thing to track is your food. And you can use like a food tracker, like, you know, MyFitnessPal or Lose It or something like that. But the reason why you want to track your food is because there are oftentimes things you are taking in throughout the day that you don't realize. I hear this all the time from people. They're just like, oh, you know, I think I've been taking in about, I know I've been taking in about 2000 calories a day, but I haven't been losing weight. But if you haven't actually been tracking it, are you really taking in 2000 calories per day? Or are you just guessing? One of our members... Uh, in this last year, lost 46 pounds. And one of the biggest things that he attributed it to was he didn't, he was eating healthy for breakfast, lunch, dinner. He was eating lean proteins, veggies, you know, complex carbs, but he didn't realize like in between meals, he was grabbing a handful of this here. He was grabbing a handful of nuts, scoop of peanut butter, and those calories were adding up and he didn't even realize it the same thing with like money. I hear people all the time who are like, yeah, we as a family spend about $4,000 a month. And then it's like, why do we never have any month, any money at the end of the month? It's because you don't actually realize how much money you're spending because, you know, this month you look and you spent $6,000. It's like, oh, but we had a vacation. That's not a normal month. And then the next month it's like, oh, you spent $6,100. Oh, but we had that car repair. Oh, but that's not a normal month. We don't normally have that car repair. Every single month, you have something that you don't expect that comes up financially. So plan for it. It's the same thing with your nutrition. You always have things that you don't aren't quote unquote normal. Like, oh, you know, we went to the baseball game. We went to the basketball game. Oh, but that's not an over eight. Oh, but that's not no a normal week. And then the next week we're on vacation. Oh, but that's not a normal week. And then we went to a party this weekend. Oh, but that's not a normal week. Well, in reality, it is a normal week because you do it. You do something different pretty much every single week. So you need to actually track your food to bring awareness to what you're taking in. So just start tracking your food because you're probably eating more than you think you are. And then this leads right into number three with food tracking, which is use a food scale. Number three, use a food scale. So I see this all the time where people will track like what it says on the, the package for example, let's say they're, you know, doing peanut butter. They'll just like grab a spoonful of peanut butter and be like, yeah, that, so the package says two tablespoons of peanut butter is 180 calories. Now oh, this looks like about two tablespoons and then they just eat it. But it could be double because you weren't actually weighing it out. You need to actually weigh things out. If you're not weighing things out, you could be way off in your estimate. Also, weigh using a food scale in grams and ounces not using measuring cups and tablespoons and teaspoons. Perfect example, a few years ago, I had been eating oats for quite a while and I was always measuring out one cup of oats. And on the package, it said one cup of oats is 80 grams. So I actually went and measured it out using a food scale one day. And I realized that I had been measuring out this whole time, hundred grams. I was eating 25% more calories than I thought I was eating because I was weighing with a measuring cup and not a food scale. 
So don't use tablespoons because a lot of times people just take a scoop of peanut butter and it'll be like a rounded scoop and it'll just be way overflowing and it won't even be accurate. Use a food scale. Food scales are accurate. So if you don't have one, pick one up. You can get one for like 15 bucks. I've had mine for like nine years. They're great. So number three is use a food scale. Number four, track your measurements. So I recommend tracking your waist measurement for men and then your waist and hips for women. Women tend to carry more body fat around your hips and around your thighs. So that's why we recommend for women those. And that's what we have our members of our program track. Um, you can also track like shoulders and arms and thighs and calves and all those things. The only thing is if you're always, if, if you always have to have someone else with you when you're taking measurements, it's a lot harder to do. So the barrier to entry is much lower when you're just, you can do it yourself, waist and hips. You can pretty easily just look in the mirror and do it yourself. So your waist is always the narrowest part and your hips are always the widest part. So just track those every single week under the same conditions. First thing in the morning, before you eat or drink anything, and after you go to the bathroom, just look in the mirror, roll your shirt up, do your waist, then do your hips, and then record them. So do those every single week. Um, you don't need to do them daily. I wouldn't do them monthly. I would do them more frequently than that, just so you can see the progress. Just get a measuring tape. You can get one for a buck or two. You probably have someone lying around your uh, sewing kit measuring tape lying, lying around your house somewhere. So just grab it. The number five thing to track is progress photos. So with measurements and progress photos, like weight doesn't always tell the whole story. Because with weight, especially if you have come off a long layoff where you haven't been strength training, and then all of a sudden you start strength training again, you might be building muscle and losing body fat at the same time. So if you're only tracking your weight, you might notice my weight isn't changing much, but then you notice that your clothes are fitting differently. Your measurements are changing. You look different when you look in the photos. So that's why it's important to track your photos as well. And oftentimes I like people tracking photos in addition to measurements because the photos don't lie. Whereas measurements, especially around the hips, some weeks you might measure a little bit differently and it's tough to always measure exactly the same. So we sometimes see a little bit of deviation how people measure, but photos don't lie. And always take your photos in the same conditions, in the same lighting. So I see people all the time who will like one week, they'll take a mirror selfie. And then the next week, they'll have someone take it of them. And it's, it looks completely different. Like you can't even compare the two. So make sure one week, you make sure however you take it the first time, that's how you take it every time. So if you're going to do a mirror selfie because, you know, you and your spouse get up at different times or you live alone, just make sure that you always take them, uh, take it the same way. So same lighting, make sure you're straight on, make sure you're not like angled. I see people all the time who are like taking them angled and you can't even really see anything. Take it straight from the front, straight on on the side and straight from the back. And then it, preferably, you know, if you do have someone else to take them of you, it, it looks a little bit better typically. Always make sure you do it in the same lighting. Make sure it's not like dark one time and then light the next time. Make sure you just take it in the same spot in your bedroom, wherever, so that it's always consistent. So progress photos can definitely tell a difference. One time, I remember a few years ago, we had a woman inside our program who like her weight wasn't really showing much different. Her measurements weren't even. She couldn't even see it in her front photo. She couldn't even see it in her side photo. But her back photo, 
you could clearly tell that she had lost some lower back fat in like her lower left side and right side. So it was just like, all of a sudden, when I showed that to her, she was like, holy cow, I am making progress. I didn't realize it until I actually looked at those progress photos. So progress photos can be super helpful because you can actually physically see the difference as well. And that's ultimately what matters. No one sees your weight. No one sees your measurements. They see you. And that's why I like progress photos as well. So the number six thing to track is your workouts. Workouts are super important to track. Some people lift the same weight, do the same reps every single day or every single workout for a year. And then they wonder why they're not making any progress. Track your progress. Even if you're working out at home, you can still increase the challenge. You know, if you're doing three sets of 10 reps of push-ups, you don't and you don't have weight for it, you can increase the challenge by adding more sets, you know, do four sets of 10. You could add more reps, do three sets of 12. You could also decrease the tempo. You could slow down the movement. So now you're going three or four seconds on the way down instead of just down fast enough. And that increases your time under tension. And obviously, if you're doing if you're lifting in a gym, you have the full weight set, you know, you can increase the weight, you can decrease the tempo. Same thing, increase sets, increase reps. You don't have to necessarily increase every single time. You will be able to in the beginning because you are experiencing your beginner gains or your newbie gains. But over time, you might not progress every single day, but you might progress every week. Then you might progress every month. But as long as you're progressing over time, that's the most important thing. And you don't know how much you're lifting unless you're actually tracking it. Um, inside our program, we have people track inside an app. Uh, you can also use pen and paper, but make sure you're tracking your workouts. And not just doing random workouts every single time. Choose workouts that build upon each other each week. Uh, we usually give people different programs every single four weeks so they can work on uh, progressing while still getting some variety if they want it as well. So that's the number six thing to track. The number seven thing to track is your biomarkers. Biomarkers that we track are sleep, stress, energy levels, hunger, things like that. So sleep is important to track. Because sometimes like you might be spot on with your nutrition, spot on with your workouts, but if you're sleeping way less, then that can negatively impact your body composition. I talked about in one of the recent podcasts, the difference in sleeping five and a half hours a night versus eight and a half hours a night uh, for participants like lost the same amount of weight if the, all the other variables were controlled, but they lost more muscle mass. So more of the weight that they lost was muscle. So if you're sleeping less, you might be losing more muscle. So that's something to factor in is how much you're sleeping. Uh, stress levels can also impact water retention and impact your results and body composition and muscle growth as well. And then with energy levels and hunger, if you're in a calorie deficit, typically you're going to be a little bit hungrier. And if you've been in a calorie deficit for a while, your energy levels may be a little bit lower. That's why it's important to not diet or not be in a calorie deficit forever. It's important to have certain what we like to call diet breaks or maintenance periods where you are intentionally eating at a maintenance amount where you're aiming to maintain your weight to recover your metabolism as well. So it's important to track your energy and hunger because if you are really hungry and your energy levels are really low, it might be time for a maintenance period. If everything is good to go, you can keep up with the calorie deficit. So those are other biomarkers to track. Now, some mistakes that I see people make 
are, you know, someone will get back from a vacation or they'll have a big weekend of eating and they'll just be like, oh, you know, I don't want to see the weight. I know it's going to be really high, but just record yourself. Just record it. You're only cheating yourself by not logging it. And another thing is I see people, you know, go out to eat or they'll come back from a party and they'll be like, oh, I know I was so far over on my calories. I just didn't even want to track it. Uh, I just know I was so far gone. And there's a big difference between being over by 200 calories and being over by 2000 calories. I always like to use the casino example. So if you go to a casino and you lose $200, you don't say, ah, screw it. I'm already down $200 today. I might as well just lose another $1,800. It's still $1,800. Losing $200 versus $2,000 is a major thing. People can understand that. But with nutrition, it's the same thing. 1800 calories is literally a half pound of fat. So you tracking your food could be the difference between you gaining nothing or gaining very minimal and then gaining an extra half pound of fat. So just track your food, just estimate. Again, you are only cheating yourself by not tracking. It doesn't have to be perfect, just track it. And why it's important, if you don't track, you can't actually diagnose what to do. So I see people all the time who will do ketogenic diets or intermittent fasting and lose a bunch of weight right away. And then they'll eventually get stalled out and they won't know what to do. And then they'll just try to eat healthier, eat cleaner, quote unquote, and it won't work. And then they'll just say, ah, screw it. And then go back to their normal ways and say, dieting is impossible. I can't do this. But in reality, if they had just known how many calories they were taking in or had no, no had tracked their weight or measurements consistently, they could have easily diagnosed what changes or what adjustments to make. So use data, not drama. And I promise you, if you start tracking these things consistently, your weight, your food, use a food scale, your measurements, your progress photos, your workouts, your biomarkers. If you start tracking these things consistently, your results are going to improve as a byproduct. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.